We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome, Renegade Nation. Renegade Talk in uh, Las Vegas. We just got back from Maui, and I'm traveling again next week. I think I'm going someplace. Anyway, uh, hi, Marla. You How are you? I think you're going <laughs> I, I don't know. Sometimes I think Richie, I'm working. Uh, I'm doing great. Okay, I'm glad you're doing great. Uh, we have a guest on today, Renegade Nation. Going to be talking about, uh, she was a corporate flight attendant. She's going to be, be, be telling you baby, baby. All, all the uh, dirt on all these superstars that she uh, served on and the uh, private jet. celebrities. And celebrities. We're going to get some celebrity dishes. Yeah. Anyway, woohoo. The uh, show is uh, being brought to you by Health Tap. If you're having a problem, I keep on doing this, if you have a problem with your health, Instead of just laying down and dying. No, if you're having a problem with your health and you need to get to a doctor right away, if you go to Health Tap Renegade Nation, you dial the number and you have access to like, um, you know, 150,000 doctors all over the world. So no matter where you might be, you can get the help that you need. Also by EG, I-J-I Search. EG. EG. And if you're into pornography or whatever you're into and you don't want anybody to know what the fuck you're up to, all you got to do is go to the search engine. It's I-J-I Search. I used it, to, used it last night for myself watching porno and nobody could track my ass. I even tried to track my own ass and nobody could find me. Yeah, so it's I, really tra- cool. I tried to track him too. No such I luck. said, Marla, go track me and see what, what I was looking at. <laughs> she couldn't find anything. It disappeared. So I was looking at some good porno. Anyway, it's a private search engine. So any of these government assholes or the Wall Street banksters or any of these people that are trying to spy on you and see what you're doing, they will not be able to find anything. And in fact, it's so good, Renegade Nation, that it wipes out the IP address. So they can't right. And find you. They don't know where you are. So go to this search engine, IJI Search. And if you have big boobs, Renegade Nation, another new sponsor. If you have big, big boobs, like Marla does. Like I, me. Yeah, you And do. like Patty. Patty, you got big tits, right? Yeah. Yeah. How big are your tits, Patty? Um, they're 36 Ds, but some people say they're Ds. It depends if it's a big day or a small day. All right, well, they're big, they're big boobs. So, Renegade Nation, we have a new sponsor. It's called BigBra.com. And you can go to their website. Go to RenegadeTalkRadio.com, and you'll see on the slider, plus on the side, you'll see a banner ad. And if you really want your girl, or if you're a girl and you want to be more comfortable in your bra, and they're really cheap, too. I couldn't believe the uh, pricing on the uh, bras. Yeah, I've, I've got to get them to send me one, so I... I can see how nice and comfy they are. Yeah, they are sending one, Marla. I already talked about Oh, good. Yeah. And uh, so if you got big boobs and you want to be comfortable, uh, they got all kind of stuff on that website. Again, it's bigbra.com. Welcome to the show, Renegade Nation. I got to do these spots, Marla. You know how it is. We got uh, Patty Reed on. Yay, Patty. And Patty, uh, hi, Patty. How are you? Hi there. Thank you for having me. I'm doing really well today. You're very welcome. You sound so upbeat. I am a happy camper, Mm -hmm. and I like to be positive and not negative and live life to the fullest. Oh, goody. I like you, She's a happy girl. I like happy girls. I like happy girls that like to have a good time. Well, Renegade Nation, you're going to really get a kick out of this. Patty is the author of Flying with the Rich and the Famous, and you always want to know what these people are really like because the only time you see them is in the red on the red carpet and the Grammys and the Oscars and yeah. you what know, goes on behind closed doors and you want to know what go, yeah you, private plane yeah on a private plane what goes on so <laughs> she was a corporate flight attendant for 25 years and the bottom line is she wrote this book and she's going to explain to us over the air here at Renegade um, what these celebrity passengers are like including uh, the former president Reagan Rod Stewart Tom Cruise Elizabeth 
Taylor, Jack Nicholson, and many, many, many more. And most of the book is uh, upbeat and a lot of fun. So if you want to get the book, all you have to do is go to Amazon and you type in Flying with the Rich and Famous, which we'll have a link on the, uh, on the show. Flying with the Rich. We'll have a we'll have a link there so you can go get the book and, and buy the book. So Patty, welcome to the show and well, thank you. So tell us some really uh, cool stuff that you uh, yeah fa- get into some nitty gritty. But first, okay, nitty gritty. Oh, okay, let's start with. Well, first, let's okay. So did you start out as a airline attendant? You know, on the airlines, or did you go right into being a private? Well, it, you know, as life happens, you never really know what's going to happen to you. My goal was to go be a flight attendant for the airlines. And so I went to my local community college, and I got hired, uh, and I took my flight service classes, but I got hired as a ticket agent for a local airline, which has since been, it was called Jet America, and then it got oh. taken over by Alaska. Mm-hmm. And while I was playing with the passengers in the in the holding gate, because, you know, we were always late back then. You were um, playing with the I passengers? I was playing a game with the passengers to keep them <laughs> occupied because I'm so weird. And a gentleman came up to me and asked me if I ever wanted to be a flight attendant, which, of course, I did, and I wanted to be. But I... So he offered me a position with Regent Air, which was first-class service only from L.A. to New York. And we flew um, out of the imperial side, so the opposite side of the airport from the main side. Cool. And they picked the passengers up in, in limos and brought them directly to the airplane. Love it. The airplane was all first class with four private staterooms in the back. That wow. Made and, that, and those staterooms were for um, uh, fucking and having fucking, a good time? Fucking, sucking, Oh, yeah, drugs. everything went down in those staterooms because you could close them off with your um, curtains. Oh, no. really? They didn't have any doors? There's curtains so you could hear all the they noise coming curtains. in? They yeah, because of, um, I'm sure because of emergency evacuation. Oh, uh, okay. The <laughs> <on them. Yeah. laughs> yeah. doors were shut, you know, you knew you weren't supposed to go in there unless, you know, it was during the meal service. Well, who, who was one of the, who was one of the dirt? <laughs> they were already having a meal with each other. Who was, one, yeah, they were down on each other. No, no more peanuts and pretzels for you. Hey, yeah. so, so Patty, who was one of the filthiest, dirtiest celebrity that you ever had to deal with? Disgusting, they stunk, or they were, you know. They chewed with their mouth full. Chewed with their mouth full. Oh, okay, so the Got one guy, drunk. Team Distributors, when he used to distribute Jeopardy and Oprah and, I, you know, Wheel of Fortune and all those big, really big shows and that guy laid on the couch on the Gulf Stream and ate his seafood platter which I remember at the time were 50 bucks a piece and this was you know in the 80s and ate it off the floor you mean he like d- a big fat pig that he was so he dumped- it was disgusting so he, Did dumped, he dumped the food he, on the floor yeah he dumped the food on the floor and ate it like a pig no no he just put a seafood platter down on the right next to the couch where he was laying down you put the seafood platter, on, you know, on its nice silver platter, all very well, you know, made and really well presented. And he ate it off the floor. I mean, he just picked at it while he laid on the couch. He bent <laughs> down and picked out a, you know, a shrimp or a crab, dumped it in the sauce, and then <laughs> dropped it into his mouth while he was dripping. If I were you, over. if I were you, I would have walked by and stepped right on the platter. I would have spit in it as I walked by, or blew my nose. Is everything okay? Yeah, it was kind of gross. That was one of them. The other one was, um, 
uh, Larry Flint. We flew a charter for him for president. It was like a ten. No, I think it was like a five day charter for president, and he made us all put on his Larry Flint for president T-shirts, <laughs> and then we had to sit on his lap and take a picture. Ooh. Um, and then he came on the plane with all these guns and all the security detail. Now he'd already been shot, so he's in a wheelchair, right? right, he's already right. Paralyzed, right. So you kind of get that he's going to be a little skittish. But the guns and the airplanes, as we all know, that, that doesn't mix well. No. So the pilots had big issues with the guns, and so they finally figured it all out. And, I mean, we were delayed for a really long time while they fought over the guns. Then he came on. We had to put on his T-shirt, sit on his lap, and take his picture, a picture with him. And then he put porno on every single TV on the plane. <laughs> So you must, yeah, have, you must wait, hold on. So you must have learned a lot watching all that porn. Yeah, you must be great. Was it, was it lesbo? Was it fatty? Was it lesbo porn or was it just? I uh, don't remember. Who knows? I don't remember. It was just a really weird fight. And the reason I remember it so distinctly is because I had just gotten off a Don King charter, <laughs> who was like a black Santa Claus with nothing but black um, boxers, and he was fabulous. And he came on the plane. You know how Don King wears his hair straight up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 right. Okay, well, it would hit the top of the headliner of the plane and bend back, like like the way a bumper car, uh, bumper car attaches at the top of the ride, like a like yeah, L or yeah. seven. <laughs> and so as he walked with his gregariousness, his hair kind of followed him, and it was hilarious <laughs> his hair's always been hilarious it, I can't you guys we laughed so hard and that was like the whole tone of his trip that trip was a blast That's he invited so us to the boxing tournament to this big ostentation party and at D- that time we were like there was only a few white people and it was the crew you know All, we were there at this big giant party so you what like free flowing champagne and the guy was just amazing Wow. So I call him my Black Santa Claus because that's what he reminded me of. <laughs> Black Santa Claus, Don King. So you went to this wild party. Was it at any celebrity's house that we would know of? Well, they were all boxers and people that promote boxers, so I oh. wouldn't know who they were, but the pilots were all just going crazy. Were the were pi- I have a question, uh, Patty. Were the, pilot, okay. were the pilots watching pornography uh, when, um, what's his face? <laughs> Negative. They would be in the flight deck. I would have been really pissed off if I was a pilot and all that porn. Did he, was, was he having sex back there? Was he anybody humping him or humping his I, face? Sure there was. I remember that I had asked to be put in the front of the plane so I didn't have to work <laughs> the um, I heard a lot of stories, but I was, you know, I was young and, and unworldly and not really too hip on what was happening in the world, naive, and so I didn't want to be back there. Pat, Patty, so you, you didn't know it. <laughs> Patty, did, did they come after you to try to have sex? Uh, negative. They did, did not do that. They didn't try to have sex with you? Why not? Nope. Why not? No, because we were the flight attendants and we were there to serve them and that's really what we did. Well, how about one of them came by and said, well, I'll give you $1,000 yeah. to, to, to blow me. Yeah, what you if they wanted it? you to serve and, them and in other ways? In my life, no, I would have never done it because I was, like I said, too Cherry. worldly, unexperienced, and way too young. But you were a corporate employee. You were not going to do such a dirty thing to somebody. Not for Regent Air. Now, the private jets... I remember Regent Air. I got kicked off one of their flights one time. <laughs> they didn't like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, I think. yeah. well, we've I think. all been there. Yeah, we've all been there. So, so, uh, so you wrote the book, and uh, again, my question was in the beginning, who was the filthiest, dirtiest... I mean, I think you told me about Milton Berle, that he had the biggest schlong. Oh, okay, so they brought Dean Martin. Uh, we had Dean Martin in a stateroom, and I was working in the staterooms on one side, 
And in front of, when Dean Martin came on first with his manager, so nobody knew that he was back there, and then we closed his curtain to his stateroom as soon as he got on, before we let all the other passengers on. So nobody, because his manager told me, make sure you keep everybody out of this stateroom, especially Milton Berle. Now, Milton <laughs> Berle, <laughs> I know, funny. right? Okay, so right there is enough to tell you that something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Milton Berle was seated with his wife in the seats that were directly in front of that stateroom, which was also my section. So my first problem with Milton was he wouldn't put out a cigar. I mean, it took me <laughs> going to the purser to say, I, you know, we can't, I can't get a cigar out of his hand. You know, <laughs> every time I turn around, he just lights it back up. So he, the chief purser threatened to ban him off the airline and, you know, kick him off if he didn't put the, the damn thing out. So we finally did. Then, okay, so the meal. So now I'm serving Dean. He's a little tipsy. I remember thinking to myself that, you know, I couldn't believe I was flying with him because I've always loved the guy. I mean, I just love him. And he, it was scotch neat with a soda back. I'll never forget. <laughs> well, then, okay, we go on, the flight goes on, the mill service goes on, the mill service unwinds, and now everybody's a little tipsy, right? Because mm-hmm. this is like first, it's not even first class, it's beyond first class. It's like six-star class service at yeah. Region Terror was because it was so opulent. Um, and I'm talking both China and um, uh, Baccarat Crystal and Tanger Champagne and Wolfgang Puck did all the food and it was lobster and caviar. I mean, we didn't have nuts. We had macadamia nuts, right? Did you get to eat some of that food? Oh, we ate a lot of it in the beginning because nobody knew about Region Air. So it would be like four people and <laughs> the five crew members and we just would, you know, massively indulge in all this food that we had never had. I hadn't had caviar before. Okay, so Patty, what did Milton Burrow actually do that okay, discussed so this you? Okay, what happened. So Milton Burrow starts, gets up and he starts wandering around the airplane to go chit-chat with anybody who would listen to him because he's an entertainer and you know how those guys are. He goes in and peeks in Dean Martin's um, curtain. <laughs> so I see him go in there and I go in and I'm trying to get him out because, you know, the manager told me to make sure Dean uh, Milton Burrow wasn't in there. So I open up the curtain. I go, Mr. Burrow, you're going to have to um, leave this stateroom. And he turned around because he was facing Dean and his manager. And he turned around and he looked at me and he said, do you know that I have the biggest schlong you've ever seen? <laughs> okay, now remember, I'm Love young and I'm worldly. And I'm thinking to myself, is a schlong what I think it is? Right. I, I thought it was, but I wasn't really sure. But... And, and so okay, so I go to find. Did he show? My did, best he, wait, did he show you the schlong? When I come back in, he turned around, dropped his pants, his skivvies, and everything, and there it is, hanging out for all of all the both of us to see. Andy Martin and his manager, and it was huge. How big was so it? So was it hard you or know, soft? I, I, it was just really big. How can you didn't measure it? <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I was 13 shades of red. I, I couldn't, I, I, I mean, I couldn't function. Felicia had pushed me out of the stateroom because I couldn't move. Okay, Patty, I Patty, was, was, the, was his penis hard or was it soft? No, it was soft and it, it had to have been eight or ten inches. I, I'm guessing, I don't know, but it was ginormous. Like wow. an elephant's trunk. And he was known in Hollywood for that. Then maybe that's how he made it with that big schlong that he had banging all those actresses. <laughs> yeah, that is big mouth. Well, then his big mouth. Can you imagine a, a 10 inch schlong soft? Uh, it had to be 15 inches hard. Exactly. Probably go through your fucking throat after it enters the vagina. Exactly. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. It was no just shit. wild. I mean, it was wild. But anyway, so then at the end, Felicia looks at me after she's pushing me out of the state room and says to him, well, you've seen one, you've seen them all. <laughs> and then she starts busting up laughing, and then Dean Martin started laughing, and then the manager started laughing, and I'm still standing there. 13 shades of red. So why is he why is he dropping his drawers down to make sure that everybody knows he has a big Too schlong here? He, uh, no, he yeah, was, I'm sure. And plus he was hammered. You he know, was hammered, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't think I've ever done that when I was hammered more. I, I don't remember. Oh, I don't, I've seen. I don't think that most people have. I can only tell you that it happened to me one time in my life. Well, Patty, know? Patty, when if, you, if I ever meet you, I'll definitely drop my fucking drawer so you can see my big schlong. Okay, well then, well, we can compare if I can recall a good yeah. enough. <laughs> Why don't you take a picture of that schlong? You got to put it over People Magazine. Oh, hey, this well, was back the then 80s. we weren't even allowed to ask for autographs. Yeah. Let alone take pictures. No. Although I do have pictures with Dom DeLuise. Oh, okay, Dom DeLuise. Yeah. So one of my one of my favorite actors <clears throat> uh, has always been Jack Nicholson. What, what what did he do that was so crazy? Oh, he's just so yummy. He's yummy. He's flirtatious as all heck, but yep. it's not kind of like designed. It's just the way he is. So he's mm-hmm. charming. He like touches you a little bit longer than you need to be touched, <laughs> and he t- connects with your his eyes like uh-huh. a little bit longer than most people would. Like he, he everything he does is just a tad sexually innuendo. Oh, you know? for the top. Like he would touch my what? Said over the top. So what did yeah, he? What, kind, what body parts did he touch? Way. What body? Huh? What body parts did he touch on you? Um, just my arm. And when did I, you get turned on before his drink? I, I think he drank um, Jack Daniels, if I'm remembering correctly. Jack drinks Jack. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And then he would like he would say thank you and put his hand on your arm or wherever <laughs> you know my hand or my arm, and then he would kind of just let it linger there. Did he look in your eyes when he was touching yes, your arm, like like the, like I want to fuck, the, uh, like the I want to fuck you look? Did he? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that's then, that's what I'm talking and about. And you know how his lips curl up on each side? Oh yeah. And that smirk, and you're like, I thought he wanted me to be lunch that day. I really thought he was after me because that's how I felt. That's the way he made me feel. Did he raise that one eyebrow when he was looking at you? He, yep, he used to always sit in the bar <laughs> car, right, in this one seat that he liked. He often had his nephew with him um, because they would be going to the New York Knicks games to follow the Lakers. And yes, he did actually um, raise his eyebrows. He would just look at you, and you just felt like you were, you know, salami. That was it, man. He was going to work on you. You're a piece of meat, and I'm going to come after it and get it. Yeah, exactly. Well, let me ask you a question, then we're going to take a break. Um, Did any of these people ever ask you out on a date or go out with and hang out with them? Um, Lionel Richie asked Felicia, my girlfriend that I talk about, is in the book. Asked her and I to go to his house or somebody's house in on the East Coast, and I really thought because we had so much fun with him that we were going to go because I, I couldn't wait to go. I, we had so much fun on this flight with him because he was just a blast. So did you go? But no, because Felicia spelled out to me in the bar when we got to the hotel in in Newark that he wanted her like sexually. So I we did he get her? Go. Did he get her? No, she wouldn't go. I was going. I'm like, I'm going with well, you. But, but, but apparently, well, apparently Lionel didn't want you. He wanted her. No, exactly. He wanted her. He was all over her. I, I th- mean, it was it was hilarious, though, because they... She Hello, really, it's me. Okay. <laughs> no, but I just wanted to party with, you know, Lionel Richie. I didn't know. I just didn't get it. I was so young and... 
stupid. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about I want to talk to Patty about uh, Tom Cruise and uh, Elizabeth Taylor. I think yeah, I want to hear about Liz. Yeah, we're going to. Okay, we'll be right back, Renegade Nation. We're talking to uh, Patty, who wrote the book. Uh, flying with the rich and the famous and you can find out exactly what goes on with these people when they're not um, being uh, filmed not being filmed or on the front you know you like that Marla? whoa that scared me yeah you get the you get the book on Amazon it's called flying with the rich and the famous by Patty Reed and we'll be right back Renegade Nation hang in there Y'all be going on vacation? See, the thing is, if you about to be up off this bitch, check it. Peep Delta. We be flying all over this bitch. Let me ask you something. You fin to raise up and get your travel on? From the interior to the exterior, you've got to get your posterior in one of these big-ass planes. Dog, you lay in the cut straight sitting on your ass and getting your drink on and your snack on while we floss and fly this mofo all over this bitch. East coast, west coast, it don't matter. Nia, we'll get you to your hoe and back lickety splits. No sh. Then you be back at your crib chilling with a flat spliff, thinking we was some crazy-ass angel. Hell, these fat, round, thick-ass vessels run up in the sky so deep, it be crying. Yeah, you thought it was rain. So bring a towel, because at Delta, it's laid out like that. Call one of these fly-ass Delta coochies, and make all them punk-ass co-workers of yours catch the vapors as you be off and about. You going? We fly you dare. You been? We done all already flew up in there. We got you covered like a jimmy hat. At Delta, we loves us some flying. And it be shown like... We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in uh, Las Vegas. I was in Maui yesterday, now I'm in Las Vegas, and I'm playing all this royalty-free music, which I love. Fuck those yeah. music. Fuck the musicians, and fuck the recording industry. Fuck you. Fuck, not, fuck, fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. I'm not playing your fucking music anymore, and don't buy the music. Uh, whatever you do, do not buy the music. They will not let the internet radio stations, Renegade Talk, play any more music. They drove everybody out of business, so they play the same stupid 12 songs every over hour. And over and over. Over and over and over and over. Jesus, over. So we're not going to play any more of that fucking music. We're playing royalty-free yeah. music and no more of this bullshit. Yeah, no more Sinatra. No more nothing. Fuck them. No more Crash Test Dummies. No, no more nothing. It's over with. I will not, never, ever promote an ar- another artist ever, ever again. We can't. They tied our hands So during the break, Renegade Nation, I got my ass kicked again by these females that I'm not allowed to say Patty. I have to say Patricia. So the author is Patricia Reed. Are you there, Patty? uh, Patricia, you sound like you're in some tunnel. Yes, I am Patricia Reed, R-E-I-D. See, I get my ass kicked. Let's Renegade Nation, I can't, I can't fucking do anything right. Every time I try to do something, <laughs> I always get my ass kicked. I try to do the right thing, and I try to please people, and then they tell me I'm doing something wrong. So it's not Patty, it's Patricia. So Let's say it together. Patricia. Patricia. Okay, and she wrote a book. Patricia now wrote a book called Flying with the Rich and the Famous. And I, you know what, Patty? I flew with uh, um, Leah, what was his name? The guy used to do the fart tricks all the time, the, the comedian. The fart? Tricks? Yeah, you should. Did you, you say fart? fart? Fart. Yeah, I used to fart all the time. Um, oh, Leslie uh, Nielsen. Oh, Leslie Nielsen. I never would have got that. I was. Oh, f- he did all those those the comedies that were like the like the they were 
um, like parodies. Yeah, he did. Right. Air, he was in the movie Airplane. Oh, Airplane. Yeah, he did Airplane. So, so I was on a flight with him from uh, Phoenix or uh, San Francisco to Phoenix or wherever the hell it was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And he was farting the whole time on the plane with his fart gun. Um, it was hilarious. <laughs> and the, the people that were sitting around him didn't know that he did that as a joke. And uh, he was on a commercial uh, commercial jetliner. And right. so when we got off the plane, I said, you know, I didn't smell your farts, Leslie. And he cracked up laughing. And then he looked at my ex-wife. And he's, and then he, as he's passing my ex-wife, because my ex-wife had a nice ass, he actually right. he actually did the fart right in front of her. So like her, her beautiful, big, fat ass, and this big fart came out of it. I it was bet, funny. I bet she got really pissed well, off. he was a funny guy, man. What are you asking him? He was a, he was a fun guy. He just I mean I used that fart gun when I used to go to the supermarket and look at the cucumbers and, the, and this, this big fat lady would be standing there and I would use the fart gun going. Pfft. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> and she look at me. You're disgusting. You disgusting pig. And I keep on farting. And if you wet your palm, you make it into a wet fart. <laughs> Yeah. You know, one time we were taken off from Anchorage going to Japan, and I served everybody this giant breakfast, and it, they, everybody was using the lavatory because it was probably too greasy or something. So we actually stopped in Russia to dump the lab because that's how bad it reeked. Wow. You had to stop in Russia? <laughs> Can you imagine Ew. how much money? I mean, oh, how much God. money does that cost? Oh, to land so and take off in Russia to dump a lab. I mean, I can't imagine. <laughs> That is so I'm like funny. looking at the chief passenger going, are you sure? He's like, yes, I can't take it any longer. <laughs> Marla, remember that, remember that airline pilot we met in Maui a couple years ago? Oh, and, yeah. Uh, uh, Patricia, this, uh, this lady was so fat. She was a fat pig. And what she did was she went to the bathroom and, and, and she's sitting down on that airplane toilet, you know, the, the stainless steel or whatever the hell that metal is. Well, this was right. This back. was kind of back in the, in the old days. It was back in the 80s or 90s. Yes. Well, they were nicer in the 80s and 90s than they are in today's world. Right. Hell yeah. Well, what happened was she was her fat ass was sitting on the toilet and she flushed it and her ass got sucked into the toilet. Are you serious? You are not. No, that's what yeah, he told us. Yeah, totally true. And so he had to leave the cockpit and go back and pry her ass out of the toilet because it sucked oh her right my. in. God. Yeah. And it took him quite some time. He said it took him a long time to get her out. They had to bring her crowbar in the cro- and get her, get her fat ass out of the toilet. Oh, funny. my God. That is embarrassing. That's the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard. Can you imagine being sucked into a toilet? It's funny. Your ass no, is I, sucked I really in. cannot. I can't. But those things are powerful. So, they I mean, are. I mean, really powerful. Patricia, let me ask you a question. I, I mean, there's a lot of people, the other day in the news, there was a guy who got so pissed over the flight attendant that he started pissing in the middle of the... Uh, the uh, what do they call that? The aisle. The, the, the aisle. aisle. Yeah, the aisle. And he was pissing all over the place. He was just pissing on people, and they arrested him. Of course. I mean, how do you deal with these fucking maniacs that get on these planes? To, uh, you know. I mean, well, today's world, yeah, it's scary out there. I mean, I heard one of the JetBlue flight attendants. Somebody, a, a lady, punched her. Oh yeah, I heard about and she that. She got arrested, but they gave her. They, she didn't. Nothing ever happened to her. She just got. A, she got arrested, and they let her off wow. and, like a warning. But but you do get put on a list. Like each airline has a list. Like at JetBlue, I think it's yellow. And it means that you have to be met by a supervisor from the ground to see if you're fit to fly, meaning that you're not wasted. Not okay? wasted, so Whatever right. your problem is, maybe they're bipolar, they're taking me- I think a lot of the people take meds and then they drink on them, and that makes them crazy. That makes them crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. And then if they're really bad, then you put them on the airline list that goes to all the airlines. And then you get, every time you try to fly, you get that half They know who you are. They're, yeah. they're cross-checking everything. So it's not a good idea to be going around slapping flight attendants. 
Okay, so let's get it, let's get back into the book. Renegade, ah, come on. Let's get back into the book. Uh, the book okay. is Flying with the Rich and Famous by Patricia Reed. And Renegade Nation, all you got to do is go to Amazon and type in Flying with the Rich and Famous, and I will put it on the website. Uh, let's get into uh, what was Tom Cruise like? Because, you know, he's into that Scientology, and every year I fly out with L. Ron Hubbard through his spacecraft and check things out around the world. And I just right. wanted to find out more about Tom Cruise and how he acts. I don't know why he's not fl- flying around with L. Ron Hubbard instead of you guys. Well, I agree with you totally, but okay, so this was a charter to scout locations for one of his movies, and it was full, so there was like 12 or 14 people. Um, He was on it with, and he sat with um, his brother-in-law at the time, and then all the other guys were the producers and the, you know, whoever they are, the publicists, the producers, the scout guys, I don't know, the set The entourage. The entourage, the entourage. But the entourage were a pain in the ass because every, as soon as they came on board, it's like, do you have a plug? Where can I put my briefcase? Can you hang up my coat? Don't let it get wrinkled. I need ice with lemon, I mean water with ice and no lemon or with lemon and no ice or whatever it was. I mean, so really what you're saying out. is they're, they're a pain in the fucking ass. They were a pain in the fucking ass. And then, but Tom Cruise was not, of course, and he kept watching me because I was working. Uh, we went from the West Coast to the East Coast. And I mean, I worked that whole time. I never have worked as hard as I did on that one flight. But then the next day, we were on East Coast time, and we had a short flight. I think it was like an hour. And I had to do a full breakfast for 12 or 14 people, you know, out of a galley the size of a hall closet, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to feed everybody, but now you have to go through who's the chief passenger and who's the next guy and who's the next guy and who's mm-hmm. the bottom of the totem pole dude. Because the bottom of the totem pole dude on an hour flight is getting served on descent. Okay? And then what happens is it snowballs because now the people that you served in the front need their dishes taken away and they need their coffee refilled or whatever they're drinking. And so you, I, you, I just ran back and forth from the galley to the cabin to the galley to the cabin. And then we were landing, and I still had stuff out. And you wow. can't land with glass out. Right. You know, and briefcases overflowing. So, so wait a minute, Patricia. So you're saying that the entourage was worse than the actual star himself? Oh, no. Tom was awesome. So he got up and started helping me bust the dishes. Wow. Wow. What was the- he was awesome because he knew. He knew that they were running me and there was no way that- Why, that why didn't, why, 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 Patricia, how come he didn't turn around and tell these assholes to sit the fuck down and um, respect what you're doing? You know what? Because I wouldn't have never been invited back for that charter company. I would have gotten, they would have called and said, we don't want like her. Or, and because that, in those days, you could get kicked off so really, the entourage had more power than Tom Cruise. If Tom Cruise oh, liked sure. you, yeah, Tom, they, they could do anything behind his back and say, this bitch was a pain in the ass and we don't want her on the flight. Yeah. And Tom Cruise... Yeah, one guy was mad because I didn't have some kind of Jewish food, something that was on the list. And I didn't know what the hell it was and I couldn't find it because they gave me a laundry list of stuff to buy before we left. And I couldn't find it. And what, kind so of Jew, what kind of Jew food? What, what kind of Jew food? Jew was food. It? I can't remember what it was, but it was just something that I could not Mots, find. Matzo balls or something? Right, something weird like that, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I went to like five Black grocery lava. stores. Oh, and I remember they asked for Pellegrino water. And at the time, I didn't know what Pellegrino water that was. was. A, that was the shittiest water ever made. It came out of a tap. They just put Pellegrino oh, I, on it. <laughs> I had to go to, I think I ended up at um, you know, 7-Eleven. Like uh, Gelf. Yeah, 7-Eleven. Well, I mean, it was nowhere to be found. I think I, I went to four stores. I finally found it at Gelson's where I had hoped to find the, the Jewish food, whatever that was, and I couldn't find it. And then I ordered it from the caterer, 
and the caterer never brought it. So it no. wasn't really my fault, but it still made it, yeah, still okay. was, my, it okay, was so my responsibility and it didn't happen. It sounds like you had a lot of responsibility and nobody else did anything except sit there and, and jerk yeah, off. And, orders. Yeah, what about okay, Elizabeth? What, what, I, I think our, our audience would love to hear about Elizabeth Taylor, even though she passed away. I She's do. one of the good, good, gorgeous. Um, she uh, was so amazing, you guys. She was so regal. And, and here's the thing. I mean, she was like the woman that would come on the plane. And, you know, everybody knows it's Elizabeth Taylor, right? And yeah. she was like, she would walk on very slowly, very gracefully, and, and be okay with who she was. Like, she was a star, and she knew it. And they, it was like, you're allowed to gaze at me. You can look upon <laughs> me because, yes, I am Elizabeth Taylor. I mean, that's how I, I would I be felt. gazing at her. She was absolutely stunningly beautiful. Okay. She's a beautiful yeah, I mean, woman. Okay, so I, when I served her coffee, what it is is her blue eyes are such a deep shade of blue, and then she's got the black cat circles around them. You know how some of the models have cat eyes? Mm-hmm. That, that black with, the, with that really deep blue makes them look violet she does and, have violet eyes wow. yeah she's, that's why she's so stunning and then with the dark hair she's very petite mm-hmm. she doesn't have large boobs who knew that but she's very petite but she was so gracious and handled her fame so well and then she let felicia the girl that i talk about a lot because we flew together all the time wear her crop diamond the entire flight her what the Krupp diamond. Richard oh, okay. gave her two diamonds. The first one was the um, Hope diamond. She sold that to fund a hospital for AIDS. Wow. And I mean, I'm sure that thing was worth millions. And, and at the time, that was probably, you know. So uh, of all, uh, let me ask you, of all of these actors and famous people, rich and famous people that were, you were flying around with, how many of them had sex on the plane? Um, I would guess it happened more than I knew about when, okay, so the state rooms, not on the private jets, only once on a private jet. They locked me in the, um, they told me to stay oh. in the cockpit and shut the door of the cabin the whole flight. Okay, so they, they, so they, were, they, were, they were fucking in the cabin of the plane and, the cabin, and you're stuck and with the pilots. Chocolate and strawberries oh, and God. champagne. And when they Ooh. left, I had oh, chocolate God. all over, you know, a, a $35 million airplane interior that so, I had to clean up. So they were and throwing chocolate at oh. each other and rubbing it all over themselves and I fucking guess. and screaming and yelling? It was everywhere. It was disgusting. I mean, and I know the charter company never invited them back. Well, who, who, was, who, was, who was the actor? I know. It was a, some famous um, guy that invented, he invented um, some toy. I think it's Ari. A sex toy? Like <laughs> <laughs> he invented the sex toy. He for making toys. He made but, toys. Yeah, so he, he was really money. nobody famous. He was just somebody that was just was, uh, an entrepreneur who made it big. He was rich. Like the book is The Rich and the Famous. The, he was the rich guy. Rich, the rich and guy. he was the rich I did toy maker. I again, though, on a different plane, ironically, and she passed out and we couldn't get her up. So I had to throw a glass of water on her face while she was passed out on the couch to get her up because we had landed and could not awaken her because she was who? totally she was, out cold. She was on drugs. Alcohol. She must have been who? drugs and alcohol. The, the girl that he was banging on the plane. The rich guy. Maybe. I have no idea, but she was passed out. So in other words, <laughs> Patricia was locked up in the cockpit and they were fucking the whole time. And when they landed the plane, Marla, she couldn't get up. She was all fucked up. <laughs> she was yep. passed out. Yeah, she was passed out and fucked up. Well, that, I, guess he, I guess he had a good time. Was it um, his, I, I guess I didn't work at all that flight. I sat in my gym seat between the pilots. Um, <laughs> um. But then I had to clean up their mess. But then on Regent Air, now Regent Air, picture four. Okay, they were like a motor home where you have those four seats, like club seats that faced each other, but they made into beds. So you had to ask the people that were in, the passengers that were in the staterooms to leave and go on to the main cabin. 
and then you had to push down those seats to make them and put, you know, the fitted matter, uh, sheets on them. Uh-huh. It was a pain in the ass, and then make them all up. It with sounds like the whole thing was a pain in the ass. What? It sounds like the whole thing was a pain in the ass. Well, but then you have the flip side of the nice couple that just wants to go to, I don't know, let's say Kona for a week of vacation, and they're rich and, and not famous, and they just want a light lunch, a couple cocktails, and it's goodbye, we'll see you in a week, and I go off to the Ritz-Carlton with my two favorite pilots. Right. Oh, you, a, you poor have, baby. And you bang the two pilots in the hotel, right? Um, negative. Well, I, oh, did, yeah. I did once. I did one. I did one. Oh, you did one? That's better. I did one, yes. Oh, you bad little girl. For a couple of years, we had that going on for a little while, yeah. But that was the only one. I'll just, you know. Did any of these um, rich and famous people try to go out with you or try to fuck you or try to do anything with you? Uh, you know, no, other I than being on, the, uh, other than working, like saying, hey, man, you're really cute. I'd like to go out with you sometime. Did that ever happen? No, but only once would I got harassed on a bachelor party really, really bad. And But it wasn't appropriate, and it wasn't for me. Um, no, I, I'm actually shocked because I know some of the other flight attendants, flight attendants that ended up getting mar- more married to some of the um, rich passengers. Right, So exactly. why didn't you? So, but it didn't happen to me. But I was engaged most of the time that I was uh, flying okay. with. I mean, if I was... To uh, a rich guy? What? To a rich guy? No, well, rich, yeah, but not, but not generous. <laughs> uh, well, then, then you selfish, dump those people. You dump him. the father of my son, and he's still that okay. way. Okay, well, we're not going to get into that. Anyway, Renegade Nation, if you want to get the book and learn, and it's a good read, and it's funny about how uh, Patricia had to deal with all these people over the, all those years of flying the rich and famous around and how much of a slobs they are uh, from one extreme to the other with these people. I wanted some dirty sex stories. Well, yeah, well, maybe uh, next time Patricia comes in, we can talk about the really okay. dirty sex stories that, uh, this is just an intro to the book, so right. people can get the book and they can read about it, but the, the sex thing would be really a lot of fun That's <laughs> yeah that, baby yeah yeah we'll, we'll talk about that my mind's okay. always in the gutter you're always in the gutter Marla that's right I Nothing. want I want the juicy the gutter's detail. a fun place to be there's cool people in the gutter we're gonna be more, we're gonna be going more into the gutter Patricia as, as time goes on here at Renegade Talk Radio so Renegade Nation if you want to buy the book go to Amazon I'll have the link on the page you can link it yourself buy the book it's a good read don't worry about what anybody says about the book because everybody has their own opinions about this but you know it's it's only once in a while that you get people like this that actually were with the rich and famous and how they actually operate uh, on, uh, you know, on an, an, air pl- on an airplane uh, in public and how uh, a flight attendant can actually r- write a book about this. And it's quite interesting how these people operate. And you th- they o- you always think they might be better than you, but they're not better than you. Believe me. No. So, exactly. And that's what you learn. They're like most of the famous people are just like you and I. They're just really fun, cool people. They're on a private jet. They're happy. Yeah, they're happy. I mean, if I... If it's I, the rich. I, I mean, I'm... I'm very, I'm very famous, Pat, uh, Patricia. And if I went on a, a plane, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything. I'd just sit there and have my caviar, and my shrimp, and uh, you would never eat caviar in a million <laughs> years. I would you'd fake it. You'd be happy. You'd be happy because <laughs> you're on a private jet. I'd be happy just to be on a private jet, and I don't have to deal with the the mm-hmm. fucking fat slobs and the people farting and all that Bring bullshit. Bring on the oh, you know, peeing on other people. Yeah, you there, Patty? Patty? I think Patty left us. No, I didn't. Oh, oh, there you are. Yeah, I mean, are you on planes and people fart and they snore and they get oh, snot coming out of their noses? Oh, um, I, when I was, oh my God. One it's time disgusting. I snore. Oh God, awful. I wanted to stick a gag in his mouth. <laughs> they smell, they don't take baths. They're, uh, oh no, God, they're it's disgusting. disgusting. 
That's why I hippies. Oh, you. Oh, so you flew hippies? The hippies, yeah, the hippie airline. The hippie hippie passengers, yeah, they don't believe in using anything that's not organic, so they stink. Right, Patricia. We started a new airline when we were in Hawaii called No, it's in Huntington Beach called Fat Fat Ass Airlines. Yeah, Fat Ass Airlines for when when you're so fucking fat that you can't fit in, you go to Fat Ass Airlines. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Fat Ass Airlines, and Marla's the chief executive officer of Fat Ass Airlines. Right. I the, love it, but she's the executive officer. <laughs> yeah, she's the CEO oh, of the company. Yeah, so when you're so fat that you can't fit into the seat, then you you are removed. Hold on, I'm not finished. You're removed from the airline, that airline, two fat ass airlines. I love it. Yeah. And there you'll be nice and comfortable. In fact, Samoa Airlines is doing it by weight now. They do. If, if you're too fat, uh, they go by weight. So if you're, uh, Patricia, if you're a big fat pig and you weigh right? like 300 pounds and then you got me, which weighs 175 pounds, why should I be paying for your fatness and your, because you're and fucking, the fuel. you're a fucking glutton. You're, I'm paying for your fuel to fly your fat ass someplace. So I, they actually weigh you like a, you're like baggage. Yeah. And they, yeah. And they weigh you. So you pay, you would pay for being a big fat pig. You would pay more money than I would because right. you weigh more than I do. Yeah. They go on weight, which is totally fair. Well, it is fair, but the fat people don't like that. Well, that's just too bad. Yeah, for no, them. they feel like they're just uh, being um, 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 discriminated. Yes. No, but they, it, no, it's but not you, but, fair though because but, their but, fat spills over into your seat. That's right. right. Armrest because their arms are too wide to go anywhere. So if you're in the middle seat between two fat people, you're fucked. You're fucked. You're squashed. It's hell on Especially earth. if the plane makes a turn and one of them falls on top of you. <laughs> yes. Or they fall asleep, God forbid. God forbid. Oh, yes. and, and I, my, start snoring. My, feel, my feeling has always been that I have been discriminated against. I'm paying uh, for the fat slobs who just stuff their fucking faces and I'm the one who has to pay for the weight because they weigh so much so the airlines have to jack up the prices to balance it all out and I'm you the one what? getting That's fucked over. Perfectly, that makes perfect sense. And that's because I'm, that, I'm common sense radio here at Renegade. Why should I, I pay for that big fat? Truth. Why should I pay for that big fat fucking pig that he stuffs his face with McDonald's and I take care of myself and I got to pay for him? It's not fair. Yeah, it's not. You're right. It's not fair. And weight, as we all know, causes more you to have more drag, which means you need more thrust, which causes you to you need more fuel, which costs money, which is their number one expense. That's exactly Absolutely. right. Absolutely. And Patricia, you know what I do when I get on a plane? I make sure that I'm, I always say to them, I don't want to be around fat people. If you put me in the back of the plane, just get take me around the fat people because I'm afraid the plane's going to break apart with the fat pig sitting there 300 pounds and the thing falls out. And I, at least I have a chance of surviving if I'm on, not around them. Exactly. I'm with you. I had an emergency evacuation list. Really? We'll have to get into that. Anyway, we're going to go. Yeah, we'll talk about it another date. Yeah, another day in time. We'll talk about the uh, that kind of stuff. Anyway, Renegade Nation again. Listen to me, the prophet. If you want a good read, you want to find out how the rich and famous fly, we have a flight attendant, Patricia Reed, who wrote a book about all this stuff, and it's really interesting. And we just gave you some of the tidbits about what happens up in the air in these private uh, what jets. What happens up in the air? Up in the air. Up, I like that. Up in the air when no one's watching but the flight attendant. Up, up and away, <laughs> as they say. Patricia, thank you for being on Renegade. We really appreciate it. We're going to get out of here. Thank you. Marla, thank you. Richie, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Viva Las Vegas. Vegas baby. Yeah. Yeah.